This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. In our frenzied culture, rest often feels elusive, especially for leaders who carry the weight of nonstop responsibility. If your soul longs for replenishment, stay tuned to learn more about Ruth Haley Barton's book, Embracing Rhythms of Work and Rest, and by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your word is truth, your word is Presented by InterVarsity Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson. And Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading. Jeremiah chapter 25. Seventy years of servitude for failure to give heed. In the fourth year that Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, was king of Judah, the Lord spoke to Jeremiah concerning all the people of Judah. That was the same as the first year that Nebuchadnezzar was king of Babylon. So the prophet Jeremiah spoke to all the people of Judah and to all the people who were living in Jerusalem. For the last 23 years, from the 13th, the year that Josiah, son of Ammon, was ruling in Judah until now, the Lord's messages have come to me, and I have told them to you over and over again, but you would not listen. Over and over again, the Lord has sent his servants, the prophets, to you, but you have not listened or paid attention. He said through them, Each of you must turn from your wicked ways and stop doing the evil things you are doing. If you do, I will allow you to continue to live here in the land that I gave you and your ancestors as a lasting possession. Do not pay allegiance to other gods and worship and serve them. Do not make me angry by the things that you do. Then I will not cause you any harm. So now the Lord says, you have not listened to me, but you have made me angry by the things that you have done. Thus, you have brought harm on yourselves. Therefore, the Lord of heaven's army says, you have not listened to what I said. So I, the Lord, affirm that I will send for all the peoples of the north and my servant, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. I will bring them against this land and its inhabitants and all the nations that surround it. I will utterly destroy the land, its inhabitants, and all the surrounding nations and make them everlasting ruins. I will make them objects of horror and hissing scorn. I will put an end to the sounds of joy and gladness and the glad celebration of brides and grooms in these lands. I will put an end to the sound of people grinding meal. I will put an end to lamps shining in their houses. The whole area will become a desolate wasteland. These nations will be subject to the king of Babylon for 70 years. But when the 70 years are over, I will punish the king of Babylon and his nation for their sins. I will make the land of Babylon an everlasting ruin. I, the Lord, affirm it. I will bring on that land everything that I said I would. 
I will bring on it everything that is written in this book. I will bring on it everything that Jeremiah has prophesied against all the nations. For many nations and great kings will make slaves of the king of Babylon and his nation too. I will repay them for all they have done. Judah and the nations will experience God's wrath. So the Lord, the God of Israel, spoke to me in a vision. Take this cup from my hand. It is filled with the wine of my wrath. Take it and make the nations to whom I send you drink it. When they have drunk it, they will stagger to and fro and act insane, for I will send wars sweeping through them. So I took the cup from the Lord's hand. I made all the nations to whom he sent me drink the wine of his wrath. I made Jerusalem and the cities of Judah, its kings and its officials drink it. I did it so Judah would become a ruin. I did it so Judah, its kings and its officials would become an object of horror and of hissing scorn, an example used in curses, such as already becoming the case. I made all these other people drink it. Pharaoh, king of Egypt, his attendants, his officials, his people, the foreigners living in Egypt, all the kings of the land of Uz, all the kings of the land of the Philistines, the people of Ashkelon, Gaza, Ekron, the people who had been left alive from Ashdod, all the people of Edom, Moab, Ammon, all the kings of Tyre, all the kings of Sidon, all the kings of the coastlands along the sea, the people of Dedan, Tima, Buz, all the desert people who cut their hair short at the temples, all the kings of Arabia who live in the desert, all the kings of Zimri, all the kings of Elam, all the kings of Media, all the kings of the north, whether near or far from one another, and all the other kingdoms that are on the face of the earth. After all of them have drunk the wine of the Lord's wrath, the king of Babylon must drink it. Then the Lord said to me, Tell them that the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says, Drink this cup until you get drunk and vomit. Drink until you fall down and can't get up. For I will send wars sweeping through you. If they refuse to take the cup from your hand and drink it, tell them that the Lord of heaven's army says, You most certainly must drink it. For take note, I am already beginning to bring disaster on the city that I call my own. So how can you possibly avoid being punished? You will not go unpunished, for I am proclaiming war against all who live on the earth. I, the Lord of heaven's armies, affirm it. Then, Jeremiah, make the following prophecy against them. Like a lion about to attack, the Lord will roar from the heights of heaven. From his holy dwelling on high, he will roar loudly. He will roar mightily against his land. He will shout in triumph like those stomping juice from the grapes against all those who live on the earth. The sounds of battle will resound to the ends of the earth, for the Lord will bring charges against the nations. He will pass judgment on all humankind and will hand the wicked over to be killed in war. The Lord so affirms it. The Lord of heaven's army says, Disaster will soon come on one nation after another. A mighty storm of military destruction is rising up from the distant parts of the earth. Those who have been killed by the Lord at that time will be scattered from one end of the earth to the other. They will not be mourned over, gathered up, or buried. Their dead bodies will lie scattered over the ground like manure. Wail and cry out in anguish, you rulers. Roll in the dust, you who shepherd flocks of people. The time for you to be slaughtered has come. You will lie scattered and fallen like broken pieces of fine pottery. The leaders will not be able to run away and hide. The shepherds of the flocks will not be able to escape. Listen to the cries of anguish of the leaders. Listen to the wails of the shepherds of the flocks. They are wailing because the Lord is about to destroy their lands. Their peaceful dwellings will be laid waste by the fierce anger of the Lord. The Lord is like a lion who has left his lair, so their lands will certainly be laid waste by the warfare of the oppressive nation and by the fierce anger of the Lord. Jeremiah chapter 36, verses 5 through 26. 
Then Jeremiah told Baruch, I am no longer allowed to go into the Lord's temple. So you go there the next time all the people of Judah come in from their towns to fast in the Lord's temple. Read out loud where all of them can hear you. What I told you, the Lord said, which you wrote in the scroll. Perhaps they will ask the Lord for mercy and will all stop doing the evil things they have been doing. For the Lord has threatened to bring great anger and wrath against these people. So Baruch, son of Neriah, did exactly what the prophet Jeremiah told him to do. He read what the Lord had said from the scroll in the temple of the Lord. All the people living in Jerusalem and all the people who came into Jerusalem from the towns of Judah observed a fast before the Lord. The fast took place in the ninth month of the fifth year that Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, was ruling over Judah. At that time, Baruch went into the temple of the Lord. He stood in the entrance of the room of Gemariah, the son of Shaphan, who had been the royal secretary. That room was in the upper court near the entrance of the new gate. There, where all the people could hear him, he read from the scroll what Jeremiah had said. Micaiah, who was a son of Jeremiah and the grandson of Shaphan, heard Baruch read from the scroll everything the Lord had said. He went down to the chamber of the royal secretary in the king's palace and found all the court officials in session there. Elishama, the royal secretary, Delaiah, son of Shemaiah, Elnathan, son of Akbor, Gamariah, son of Shaphan, Zedekiah, son of Hananiah, and all the other officials were seated there. Micaiah told them everything he had heard Baruch read from the scroll in the hearing of the people. All the officials sent Jehudai, who was a son of Nethaniah, the son of Shelemiah, the son of Cushi, to Baruch. They ordered him to tell Baruch, Come here and bring with you the scroll you read in the hearing of the people. So Baruch's son of Neriah went to them, carrying the scroll in his hand. They said to him, Please sit down and read it to us. So Baruch sat down and read it to them. When they had heard it all, they expressed their alarm to one another. Then they said to Baruch, We must certainly give the king a report about everything you have read. Then they asked Baruch, How did you come to write all these words? Do they actually come from Jeremiah's mouth? Baruch answered, Yes, they came from his own mouth. He dictated all these words to me, and I wrote them down in ink on this scroll. Then the official said to Baruch, You and Jeremiah must go and hide. You must not let anyone know where you are. The officials put the scroll in the room of Elishama, the royal secretary, for safekeeping. Then they went to the court and reported everything to the king. The king sent Jehudai to get the scroll. He went and got it from the room of Elishama, the royal secretary. Then he himself read it to the king and all the officials who were standing around him. Since it was the ninth month of the year, the king was sitting in his winter quarters. A fire was burning in the fire pot in front of him. As soon as Jehudai had read three or four columns of the scroll, the king would cut them off with a penknife and throw them on the fire in the fire pot kept doing so until the whole scroll was burned up in the fire. Neither he nor any of his attendants showed any alarm when they heard all that had been read, nor did they tear their clothes to show any grief or sorrow. The king did not even listen to Elnathan, Delaiah, and Gamariah, who had urged him not to burn the scroll. He also ordered Jeremiel, who was one of the royal princes, Saraiah, son of Azriel, and Shelemiah, son of Abdil, to arrest the scribe Baruch and the prophet Jeremiah. However, the Lord hid them. Psalm 109 For the music director, a psalm of David. O God, whom I praise, do not ignore me. For they say cruel and deceptive things to me. They lie to me. They surround me and say hateful things. They attack me for no reason. They repay my love with accusations, but I continue to pray. 
They repay me evil for good and hate for love. Appoint an evil man to testify against him. May an accuser stand at his right side. When he is judged, he will be found guilty, and his prayer will be regarded as sinful. May his days be few. May another take his job. May his children be fatherless and his wife a widow. May his children roam around begging, asking for handouts as they leave their ruined home. May the creditor seize all he owns. May strangers loot his property. May no one show him kindness. May no one have compassion on his fatherless children. May his descendants be cut off. May the memory of them be wiped out by the time the next generation arrives. May his ancestors' sins be remembered by the Lord. May his mother's sins not be forgotten. May the Lord be constantly aware of them and cut off the memory of his children from the earth. For he never bothered to show kindness. He harassed the oppressed and needy and killed the disheartened. He loved to curse others, so those curses have come upon him. He had no desire to bless anyone, so he has experienced no blessings. He made cursing a way of life, so curses poured into his stomach like water and seeped into his bones like oil. May a curse attach itself to him like a garment one puts on or a belt one wears continually. May the Lord repay my accusers in this way. Those who say evil things about me, O sovereign Lord, intervene on my behalf for the sake of your reputation. Because your loyal love is good, deliver me. For I am oppressed and needy, and my heart beats violently within me. I am fading away like a shadow at the end of the day. I am shaken off like a locust. I am so starved my knees shake. I have turned into skin and bones. I am disdained by them. When they see me, they shake their heads. Help me, O Lord my God. Because you are faithful to me, deliver me. Then they will realize this is your work and that you, Lord, have accomplished it. They curse, but you will bless. When they attack, they will be humiliated, but your servant will rejoice. My accusers will be covered with shame and draped in humiliation as if it were a robe. I will thank the Lord profusely. In the middle of a crowd, I will praise him, because he stands at the right hand of the needy to deliver him from those who threaten his life. New Testament reading, Acts chapter 1, verses 12 through Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 13. Acts chapter 1, beginning at verse 12. A replacement for Judas is chosen. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mountain called the Mount of Olives, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. When they had entered Jerusalem, they went to the upstairs room where they were staying. Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James, were there. All these continued together in prayer with one mind, together with the women, along with Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers. In those days, Peter stood up among the believers, a gathering of about 120 people, and said, Brothers, the scripture had to be fulfilled that the Holy Spirit foretold through David concerning Judas, who became the guide for those who arrested Jesus. For he was counted as one of us and received a share in this ministry. Now this man Judas acquired a field with the reward of his unjust deed. And falling headfirst, he burst open in the middle, and all his intestines gushed out. This became known to all who lived in Jerusalem, so that in their own language, they called that field Hakeldama, that is, field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, Let his house become deserted, and let there be no one to live in it and let another take his position of responsibility. Thus, one of the men who have accompanied us during all the time the Lord Jesus associated with us, beginning from his baptism by John until the day he was taken up from us, one of these must become a witness of his resurrection together with us. So they proposed two candidates, Joseph called Barsabbas, also called Justice, and Matthias. 
Then they prayed, Lord, you know the hearts of all. Show us which one of these two you have chosen to assume the task of this service, an apostleship from which Judas turned aside to go to his own place. Then they cast lots for them, and the one chosen was Matthias. So he was counted with the eleven apostles. Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 13, the Holy Spirit and the day of Pentecost. Now when the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like a violent wind blowing came from heaven and filled the entire house where they were sitting. And tongues spreading out like a fire appeared to them and came to rest on each one of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak in other languages as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven residing in Jerusalem. When this sound occurred, a crowd gathered and was in confusion because each one heard them speaking in his own language. Completely baffled, they said, Aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that each one of us hears them in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus, and the province of Asia, Pharagia, Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them speaking in our own language about the great deeds God has done. All were astounded and greatly confused, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others jeered at the speaker, saying, They are drunk on new wine. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Father God, I thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, for the curses, the warnings, oh God, the judgments, the blessings written therein, oh God. Um, It can be tough to read the judgments, oh God, particularly back to back to back, oh God, just to see how horrific, oh God, uh, your wrath can be, oh God. And I thank you, oh God, for the blood of Jesus, oh God, that because of the blood of Jesus, oh Lord, we are able to escape the judgments, oh God. That is coming. We're escape. We're able to ex- escape your just wrath, O oh God. Help us, O oh God, to continually um, look to you, O oh Lord. And thank you, O oh God, for the New Testament reading, O oh God, about Pentecost and and the work of the Spirit, O oh God. Isn't it that way <laughs> that when the Spirit is moving, O oh God, it, people want to say that people are drunk or or acting out of character or doing too much, O oh God? But I thank you, O oh God, that the that, the, that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is power, uh, there is just a wonder-working power where the Spirit of the Lord is. Would you help us, O oh God, not to diminish the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit? Would you help us to reverence the Holy Spirit, which dwells within us? Thank you, Holy Spirit, for making your home within us, within our hearts. Thank you that our bodies are living temples of God because you dwell within us, Holy Spirit. Thank you, O God. Would you help us? Would you help us, O God, to stir up the gifts? Would you help us, O God, to yield to the Spirit? Not to our agendas, not to our programs, not to our our preconceived notions and plans, but help us, O God, to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, to be able to hear and to heed the ways that the Holy Spirit is leading us correcting us, shaping us, and directing us, and also molding us, oh God. Thank you. 
Thank you for the Holy Spirit that does the work of sanctification within us, making us more like Jesus. We know that this is not a linear process, but it is progressive. We might go up, we might go down, we might take a few steps back, but we are yet progressing in sanctification by the power of the Holy Spirit. So God, I pray you would be with us as we go about our day. Be glorified in our lives. I pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. The journey to a meaningful Sabbath practice is slow and gradual, and it is a journey we need to take in community. In her book, Embracing Rhythms of Work and Rest, Ruth Haley Barton offers wisdom regarding the rhythms of Sabbath, exploring both weekly Sabbath keeping as well as extended periods of sabbatical time. Sabbath is more than a practice. It is a way of life ordered around God's invitation to regular rhythms of work, rest, and replenishment that will sustain us for the long haul of life and leadership. Get your copy of this book today at ivpress.com. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, the word, that's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth's Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. So I'm to say